great Monday morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 21st, 2016. So excited to be with you. This is Tom Miller leading your mentorship call on this beautiful, beautiful spring day. First day of spring, first full day of spring. I just want to touch base real quick with you today about three three things that I learned last week at the John Maxwell Conference. Let me just tell you, when you're surrounded by 1,800 other like-minded people and some of the most incredible educators of, of leadership, especially John, John Maxwell and, and Nick uh, Vojkovich, if you haven't um, had a chance, he's the individual who's born with no arms and no legs. Um, what incredible inspiration and motivation that Jeff and I had the opportunity uh, you know, to spend a week. Uh, incredible, incredible. So I'm going to hop right into it. I'm going to hop right into my three takeaways, how I messed up. These were three quotes that I heard that when I reflected on, I just realized I, I messed up as a leader, and I need to get better at it. And in the first part, let me just set the stage for you. So one of our leadership lessons was actually we were um, in, a, uh, in a session where two of our John Maxwell team members are very musically uh, talented and they're musically driven and they actually use an orchestra, an orchestra to teach leadership. And it was an incredible experience because as the orchestra was playing, um, our one team member, Miss uh, Burgess, she's, you know, spouting off leadership um, quotes and passages that she has written or, or that, you know, that time has just um, made the most valuable leadership quotes ever. Uh, they they continually talked about the teamwork that is needed in an orchestra, right? And how important the conductor is. And 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 when I was thinking about the conductor aspect, I mean, they are so critical, right? As as the head of the organization, whatever that may be, not in a sense where it's all about them, but they're just directing the vision, right? Constantly directing the vision, constantly directing who who plays next, where do we go, right? Whose turn is it? At what level do we do it, right? Based upon their their rhythm. So afterwards, afterwards, uh, we got to have ask uh, questions about the orchestra. You know, you know, after they played a few, a few of their uh, songs. Um, one member of the orchestra who played the trombone said, "You know, the trombone's extremely loud, and I have to trust that the saxophone is playing their role." Right, that the saxophone is staying on rhythm and staying with us, and you know, being on beat. And that was really, really a great lesson right there about the trust, you know, about the trust. And that's you know something we've talked a lot about. So that wasn't super eye-opening, but it was it was just great to hear that aspect of the of that teamwork. And then another instrument, there was a um, a, a a snare drum that played the same rhythm for 15 minutes. 15 minutes, this this one piece is, and it was the same note over and over at the same speed. And they asked him, like, how do you, you know, how do you do that? How do you have that consistency? How do you beat the drum for that long? And he said, you know, a lot of people might think it's a very boring and mundane part, but I know that without this rhythm, the rest of the pieces cannot cannot function effectively, right? The music wouldn't sound right. I was like, wow. That, you know, so the rhythm of a school, right? The rhythm of your organization. I was like, okay. That's really important, right? If if anything starts late, if classrooms start late, it knocks off rhythm. 
Okay, not mind-blowing, but just another great valuable experience. But this, this third one is what got me. One of our own John Maxwell team members stood up and he said, you know, sometimes as a leader, I find that I try to play all the instruments at one time. Right? I try to solve all the problems, play all the notes at one time. And that was the, the, this, the, 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 the cream quote for me. As leaders, when we try to play all the instruments and solve all the problems at one time, we're the ones that should be setting the tone, not playing all the pieces, right? So it's so it was so critical and eye-opening because as leaders, we get overwhelmed. We see this massive to-do list. We see all the things that are wrong with our school, wrong with our organization, and we want to fix them all immediately. And you can't. The most important part is relying on your instruments, right, and, and handling each problem one step at a time. It's easy to get overwhelmed and consumed in giant to-do lists, right, and giant issues, whether it's financial or academic or, you know, um, legal issues. But really what's most important is just the next step, right? So go back, you know, think with that backwards design. If your ultimate goal is to solve that academic problem uh, by using X, you know, product, whatever that might be, or changing a teacher, you know, whatever it is, the only, the only thing is, that is that is really the most critical is just your first step, right? What's the next step? So always think in a backwards design model. You can take a task analysis and just start just start writing out all the things that need to be done, all the things, and then just start with one. Just start with the next step. So that was my first piece about trying to be all the instruments, okay? Trying to be all the instruments. Number two, my second favorite quote was, I believe John Maxwell may have said this, he said, um, as, as a leader, as, as, as a speaker, you have nothing to say until your people are ready to listen. This is, I truly messed up for this, and I still continue to, uh, because nothing happens in communication until there's the trust, the respect, and the rapport. So you have nothing to say until your people are ready to listen. So how do you how do you get your people ready to listen, right? You build that bridge. You build the rapport. You spend that one-on-one -on -one time with them. You understand how they, how they think, what makes them laugh, cry, and sing. You have a reputation of being a bridge, not a watchtower, right? And you understand where they are. You understand where they are as an organization, right? Or they are as a teacher, or they are... Um, uh, as a staff, right? And and we have too many leaders that it's all about them, and they're you know they will spew out data and what they've accomplished and blah 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 blah. Who cares? The only thing that matters is getting your your staff to take the next step, right? To trust you to take the next step. So what you say. And what you teach is only compounded when you set common ground. Let me say that again. 
what you say and what you teach is only compounded when you set common ground, when you achieve common ground with your people. And the first way to do that is you have to love your people. You've got to love your people. You have to love them. You have to love and, and, and desire for them to grow and get better. And then secondly, you have to love the content. Too many times we read articles as leaders and we feel that we're experts because we read the article. You should only be teaching aspects that you truly are a master of. There's nothing wrong with bringing in third parties or outside resources or critical friends to help educate your staff. In fact, they'll probably listen to them more than they'll listen to you anyway. All right, so be a partner. It's, I learned this great, great, great acronym from John about being a partner. So letter P, place your people at the top of your agenda. Partner. Place your people at the top of your agenda. The A is addition. Add value to your people each day. Be intentional. Right? Add value to your people each day. The R. Respect and resource. Okay? your job, it's your job to be ensuring that your people have the resources that they need to grow, right? They need, they need to accomplish their goals, right? So you, you can resource them through influence and ideas and tools. Be a resource for people. Be a resource for their thinking. Give them tools and systems and practices. Let's look at T. Tailor your coaching to their needs. And the only way to do that is you've got to ask questions. If you communicate without connecting first, you better like the communication because you're probably going to be the only one who's listening. Right? So tailor your coaching to the needs of your people. And never violate trust. If you take trust from, from the relationship, there never was a relationship. Trust is the most important aspect of any successful organization. Anytime there's dysfunction, look for the lack of trust. Let's go to the E, exceed expectations in everything you do as a leader. You know you that you're you, that you're starting to take people for granted when when your desire to deliver for your people slows down. So don't take people for granted. Exceed expectations. Wake up every day with a new opportunity to add value. And at last, R is respect. Okay, respect the relationship and the growth within it. Right. Honor is what you're given for what you did yesterday, but respect is what you earn today. All right, so that's a great, great acronym for partnership. P, place your people at the top of the agenda. A, add value to the people on a daily basis. 
R, resource, and through tools and influence and ideas. T, tailor your coaching to meet the needs of your people. N, never violate trust. E, exceed expectations. And R, respect the relationship. So that was my number two. My number two learning was was you know you have nothing to say until your people are ready to listen. So make sure that you are communicating on common ground as great connectors. And my third quote, my third quote that I just loved was, in every complaint there is a request. In every complaint, and as school leaders, we get hundreds of complaints, right? Hundreds of requests. <laughs> either way, either way you look at them, request is such a better positive way to look at it, right? Instead of saying I'm frustrated, you say I'm fascinated by that. So let's so let's call complaints requests, okay? So you've got to be listening to understand, right? Listen for the message behind the complaint. Every leader, every staff member should have an attitude of gratitude. It's very, very difficult, but it's a it's a different mindset. You can do it, right? Having an attitude of gratitude, you know, just a gratitude that you have the trust and 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 people believe in you, right? So anytime someone would uh, complain to me, I would first thank them for bringing this to my attention, right? Be grateful that they trust you, that they will come to you, because I can guarantee you the things that they're saying behind your back are a lot worse. And the only way that we can educate ourselves is through failure. So it's okay. We're going to get it wrong. So have a mindset of that failure equates to a greater education. And obstacles equate to a greater opportunity. All right. So let's talk about that one one more time. In every complaint, there's a request. In every complaint, there's a request. Another great quote that I heard from last week. It's going to be important about listening to understand, having an attitude of gratitude, okay, realizing that our failures lead to a greater education, a greater birth of our organization, greater success down the road of our organization, obstacles or opportunities for us to build credibility, right? So that goes back to our to my second quote, which was you have nothing to say until your people are ready to listen. Your people will be ready to listen when you hear the requests, right? When you fill your pockets with that credibility change, when you are when you are able to to meet their needs, maybe not to exactly the level that they wanted to, but you are addressing it. Very, very important. Remember, culture eats vision for, for lunch or breakfast. It just culture eats it. And we, we define culture as the framework for which decisions are made and the worst behavior that will be tolerated. Culture is the most powerful factor in any organization. So, real quick, those were my three takeaway quotes from, from our week with John, John Maxwell and 1,800 people. The first one was trying to play all the instruments. And that, that was me as a leader sometimes, trying to play all the, all the instruments in the orchestra, trying to solve all the problems at one time. Second, you have nothing to say until your people are ready to listen. So make sure you're connecting on common ground. Okay? 
connecting on common ground, building that credibility, building that trust. And the third one, in every complaint, there is a request. Because by not trying to be Superman and solve everybody's problems and showing how vulnerable and, and authentic you are as a leader, you're going to grow, grow your credibility. I, I spoke last week at, or two weeks ago at the Alliance Conference, and I just basically told them everything that I did wrong as a principal. And a couple of people came up to me and said, "Wow, I'm just, you know, I'm just so, so happy that I'm not the only one, you know, making these mistakes, and it gives me hope." And I was like, "Oh gosh, no! I mean, this is the only way you learn, right? So it's okay, it's okay to be authentic, it's okay to be vulnerable, and let your people know that this decision didn't work out, and why." Okay. Number two, make sure you're talking to your people and not over top of your people. They already know what your weaknesses are and your areas for growth are. Okay. So you don't have to hide those. You don't have to to try to be the big shot with whatever article you read or research you've done or by letters at the at the start or end of your name. Okay. Talk to your people. Talk and listen. And if you begin your mindset each day with the understanding that each within each complaint there is a request, there is some honesty behind every every concern, every complaint, you will begin to set the culture that you desire. You will you will it will be a game changer, a game changer for you. So that is my teaching this morning. I wanted to keep it short uh, for you all, but those were three things that I walked away from. Um, I have I have about 40 pages of of uh, notes here from having the opportunity. Uh, again, as I talked about, uh, with 1,800 folks from around the world, um, and also our our, our top-notch John Maxwell um, uh, faculty in the areas of of uh, coaching and leadership, um, you know, sales and, and, and all these other aspects. And then our special guest was that Nick, Nick uh, Vojkovic, who, who was the individual born with no arms and no legs, and he's had the opportunity to speak to over 1.3 billion people, and he is going to be the ambassador for YouthMax. So starting April 15th, we will have brand new opportunities in, in uh, bringing YouthMax into schools, and, and we'll, you know, let you know. Um, what that's about. So I'm just combing through my notes. Here's a couple more quotes that I that I marked. Uh, get used to failure because you cannot be successful without it. And I just and I just love that. Get used to failure because you cannot be successful without it. Um, shape shape your life rather than having your life shape you. Uh, really really important on a daily basis. I was thinking of this when um, you know. Uh, you watch, you know, Facebook, and 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 I I spend an enormous amount of time on Facebook yesterday, and and I just realized I'm like, why am I watching other people live live uh, their lives here? Um, so so just always always important to make sure that you are in the driver's seat for everything you do, everything you do. So the queue is open. If anybody um, would love to hop in and ask me any questions about the event or something that they've they've been struggling with or something that they've found successful, I'm going to keep on combing through some of my quotes and maybe one will, will uh, you know, tap a golden nugget for you. Uh, we talked about the process of leadership, right? So that's the process of moving from me to we, and that's something that I talked about earlier uh, with that with that second uh, quote about, about um, 
making sure, or no, my uh, first quote about making sure that I'm not the only one playing all the instruments, right? That I don't have to have a Superman mind, uh, mentality. Superman mentality. So I'm going to give a couple minutes for anybody in the queue who would like to hop in, share something positive that's been happening in their school. <laughs> Here's another great one. Distractors. Everyone has distractions. The problems never stop, and the, the distractions will never go away. So why? So why fight it, right? So why? So why try to? Why try to avoid it? So uh, sometimes that's one of our biggest causes of failure is 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 being distracted by all the distractions. And I also wanted to let you all know that you know what I teach you is what I am what I'm learning. It's where I am in my journey. Um, I spend every day, at least with a podcast or you know, uh, spending some time with some book. I have a lot of books on Audible. Um, I try to you know dive into the, a the ACD magazine as much as possible, um, the Education Leadership magazine. Um, you know, hopping on anything. So anything that you hear me, you know, talk about, it's 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 really where I am in my journey, and what I'm reading. Um, so I'm always interested in what you guys are reading, what you guys uh, find find valuable. So please feel feel free to email me. Oh, here's another one that I should add to my mess up list: the greatest leaders. Okay, the greatest leaders. Um, well, I'm going to say in a mess up sense, uh, you can't lead by assumption, right? So, so when I so when I was a leader, I had a lot of faulty. When I was a principal, I had a lot of faulty assumptions about about my staff, and that goes back to that, you know, second quote is that uh, you have nothing important to say until other people are ready to listen. Remember, we're always focusing on intentional living and being intentional with everything that we do. Intentional with everything we do. And I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one. Leaders lose people every day because they are not asking questions. And you need to lead by asking questions. So Hope some of these quotes made uh, made something you know jingle in your head. Uh, we've got you know we are uh, back on track. Jeff will have his two o'clock call. Uh, we're really really excited about you know the last couple of months, couple of months, and you know getting back together as a team, diving through our notes and see what we can share uh, with you all, and then also what we were able to do at the North Carolina Charter Alliance uh, conference. So so excited that you took the time to to be on a call today. I hope your Monday is going well. Please enjoy your spring break. Um, uh, spend time with family and friends and recharging and sharpening your saw. And I look forward to talking to you next month.